Welcome to the Art of Leadership with Nina Ellison. Join Nina as she explores the underlying value of soft skills in the lives of healthy leaders. Thanks, Barry. I am Dr. Nina Ellison, and today, in exploration of the topic, leaders being captivated by courage, we're going to hear from Dr. Cynthia Walters. But first, I would like to give a shout out to the top 10 countries where podcast listeners were joined in to the Art of Leadership this past month. These listeners came from Sweden, Russia, Canada, the Philippines, Nepal, Kenya, the UK, India, Australia, and the USA. So thanks so much for joining in. And now I am so privileged to introduce you to Dr. Cynthia Walters, who just this past Monday was described as a trailblazer. Dr. Walters has a doctorate in education. She has spent most of her career outside of the academic world with a focus within the healthcare arena. She has taken her educational background and theoretical training, and as a transformational leader, she has moved her knowledge into the practical application for infrastructure building and strategic planning. She is known as a mentor and a leader who shares wisdom and insight. Welcome, Dr. Walters. Thank you. So glad to have you here. I'd like to share two quotes as we get started from leaders who have spoken courage into our life journey, but whose lives have also modeled courage. I want to start out with Maya Angelou, where she said, courage is the most important of all virtues because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. And then Brené Brown, who said, if you choose courage, you will absolutely know failure, disappointment, setback, even heartbreak. That's why we call it courage. That's why it's so rare. So the title of this podcast is Leaders Captivated by Courage. What do I mean when I say that leaders are captivated by courage? Well, to me, These are leaders that recognize the influence and the value of courage. They know that people they lead will follow courage, that courage is contagious, and that building courage within yourself is a choice. So today, as we get to hear from a phenomenal leader, Dr. Cynthia Walters, I want to share with you that Dr. Walters is no stranger to this idea of seeking and then choosing to unlock courage within herself. In a recent conversation we had, she shared that often she asks herself two questions. First, what am I learning? And secondly, how am I going to use it? So as we talk about courage today, let's look at it through the lens of these two questions. But Dr. Walter, first, I would, I would love for you to share your first memory as a leader of discovering courage within yourself. Now, that's a good question. And as I sit here and reflect back to think about the first time I had to muster courage, I guess I was in my early 30s and I had applied for a leadership position. And at that time, I was told the person that would get that job would have to have experience. So fine, I went back to my daily work. And then the person that got the job had less experience than I had. And I had to muster up my courage, go into that leader who was my boss at the time, 
and just share how I was feeling. I had to share, you know, as we talked about this position, you shared that the person would have to have experience. And now I find out the person does not have experience. Me and that leader had a discussion and we talked about it. And that's the first time I realized that I could stand up for myself and it was going to be okay. And I was so glad I did that because each time after that, as a position came open, that leader would ask me if I wanted that position before we put it out. So that's 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 the first recollection of stand up for yourself and speak up for yourself. So you, you stood up for yourself. And after that first conversation, you were still standing. I was still standing. Yes, yes. I was still getting paid. <laughs> that That's a great example because often we... When, when we're young and we, we have these experiences, we think, oh, I don't want to ruffle the waters. Yeah. If I offend them, maybe something bad will happen to me. And that, you know, that we'll talk about fear in a minute, but that creeps up. Yeah. So again, you took it, uh, the, the bull by the horn, so to speak, and you went in the room and said, I've got to talk with you about, about yeah. this experience. And, and luckily, that started my leadership career. And here I am 46 years later, and I hope I'm still going strong. <laughs> <laughs> You, know, you just use a phrase, muster courage. And my next question was really, I've heard you use that a couple times and I'm so fascinated. You just don't hear people talking about mustering courage. Other word I've heard you using is fortitude. So would you share your thoughts on mustering courage? And then where do you see the connection between courage and fortitude? I think for me, mustering courage means I have to summon my strength. I have to summon who I am. I have to recognize what's important to me and push through that fear. Because when I think about courage, and as I was thinking about this topic, generally you need courage when you fear something, when you're anxious about something, when you feel intimidated and you feel like something that you value is going to be taken from you if you speak up. So when you think about muster courage, and when I think about muster courage, I have to go to that place of reflection and just talk to myself. Why am I afraid to speak up? Um, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Is that probably going to happen? Probably not. So just pull yourself together and remember that it's about your needs and your desires. And I listened to the quote you gave us earlier about when you use your courage, sometimes you're disappointed. Sometimes you don't get what you want. Sometimes you don't get what you what you need. But I think at the end of the day, you feel good about yourself again, because you stood up, you made yourself visible and you shared from an eye perspective. This is what I need. This is what I care about. This is how you can help me. And if the other person decides, well, I can't do that for you, then at least you don't go to that place where you wish you had done this. You wish you had said that. And then you start to have regrets. And when I think about fortitude, when I think about that word, it's, it's moving forward through adversity or through pain. And I like to say where the mind goes, the body will follow. So to me, that's fortitude. And, and, and we as women, perhaps men too, I can just only speak from the female perspective, 
When we women make up our minds and decide enough is enough or this is where I'm going, then the body follows, you know? Um, And to me, that's fortitude, that brain power that says, I can do this, don't worry, just move forward. And you know, what I hear you saying with this response too is that this is something that we can choose to do. We can choose to muster courage We can choose to determine within our mind what our next steps are. And I think oftentimes when people think of courage, they think some people are bestowed with some extra dose of courage. And and that's just not true, is it? It's not. It's not. And I think, um, you know, courage, as I said earlier, if you're not fearful or intimidated or anxious, you don't need courage. It's those times that you need courage to move forward and do the things you have to do, even if you think you might have an adverse reaction to that, or, or you may not get what you want, because again, it frees you up to be you. And I think you go through life with less regret. Yeah, that's powerful. You know, another question, and we've kind of referred a little bit to fear, but can you share a time where you saw that fear was really involved as you were beginning to face a difficult experience. And then you realized, okay, courage is essential in this. Well, I'm a Baptist preacher. So I have fear every time I stand up to preach. (laughs) I had fear the first time I gave my initial sermon. So I think that's when I'm most fearful, when I really, it's like, oh my goodness, you know, how is this going to go? But I find when I prepare, when I'm ready, that um, fear is just a feeling, stand up, open my mouth, and the fear just goes away. So um, as I think about that question, I think I'm most fearful, or it may not go as well when I have not prepared. But when I know what my goals are, I know what I'm expecting on the other side, I get ready to have that conversation. Even though I might be trembling inside, I kind of know it's going to be all right. So just move on through that fear. And I love to say fear is false evidence appearing real. Generally, what we are fearing, it never really happens. That's so, that's so true. Say it again. Fear is false evidence appearing real. Yeah. Yeah. And yet we let our lives be driven by false evidence. Yeah. Yeah. That's very good. And you you were talking about preparation. I don't think we can overstate the role of preparation as we consider courage and being courageous. It would be like going into a meeting with no idea how you're going to start and no idea how you're going to end. Right. It's hard to be a courageous leader when you have no vision and no clear mission on what you're trying to accomplish. Being courageous in the workplace, this idea of a leader who is captivated by courage, I think is a leader who is wanting to do the things that you're describing, this idea of preparation, this idea of standing up, even when you might not want to stand up. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. That's, that's, Yes, yes, yes. So knowing that people follow a courageous leader, what advice would you give to those who are wanting to learn more about this idea of being captivated by courage in their own lives? 
You know, the first thing I would think about is know the why. Know the why of what you're doing. You know, a lot of I've had leaders who would tell me how to do things, where to do it, and give you the tools, but they sometimes don't tell you the why of what you're doing. So you seem like you're out there on an island just doing things and not knowing how it's connected. And I really feel as a leader, when you share how what um, your followers are doing is helping to move forward, they are more likely to follow you. I think about an analogy I read one time about two janitors working for NASA. And they asked one janitor, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just cleaning up. I'm cleaning up. The other janitor says, I'm helping to put a man on the moon. Same job, different perspectives. But one knew the real why and what he was connected to. And the other knew just what he was doing every day. No larger purpose. So I think when we share with our followers the purpose, the larger vision, how, how, how doing what they do helps move it forward, then they're more apt to follow you because they have a connection about why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. And people love to know that they're a part of something bigger than themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And that they matter no matter what you're doing, whatever you're doing that's leading to that why is critical. And sometimes we don't know that. Sometimes we're not told that. So you think you're just doing busy work versus I'm putting a man on the moon, even by just mopping the floor. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Earlier this week, I heard you share some of your philosophy through the initials leap. Yeah. I would love to have you share that again. (laughs) That dropped into my spirit, I guess, about six or seven years ago. So when I think about purpose for me, that means to leap. L-E-A-P into my life and be my unique self. And I do that by living fully each day, exuding confidence, and I'm working on that one, accepting truth and particularly my own truths, knowing what I'm good at, knowing what I'm not good at, knowing what others are good at. Uh, remembering Maya Angelou, when people show themselves, don't second guess them. So accept people as people and then practice love and forgiveness. So each day, that's my mantra. How am I going to leap into my life today and be my unique self? Live fully, exude confidence, accept truth and practice love and forgiveness. And so you can see why I asked you to come have a conversation with me about being captivated by courage because a courageous woman leaps into her day with that kind of exuberance. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for being uh, with us today and for sharing your thoughts. You're so welcome. As always, you can reach me at www.healthyleadership.online. There's a link there for you to set up a brief call with me. I'd look forward to chatting with you. Also, while you're on my website, you'll see a tab at the top for my podcast. Once you click on it, you'll see the option to choose to subscribe to your preferred podcast player or choose the option to stream your podcast. I'd appreciate your subscribing and hearing what you think of the art of leadership. 